this episode of Karaoke Gee is brought to you by HempBombs.com. Go to HempBombs.com and use the promo code KBEPOD for all of your CBD needs. Once again, that promo code is KBEPOD for 20% off all your CBD needs. Please, 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 please go and buy some stuff from there. Um, I think this year's been bad on everybody, and uh, you need a little you need a little something to relax. If you don't want to do the weed, go to hempbombs.com and use that promo code KBEPOD. Jason's got a little message for you. Yeah, this uh, episode of Karaoke Biggie is also sponsored by Title Max. Lose your car with Title Max. Now let's start the show. <laughs> I lost my car. Did you lose it? I lost my car with Title Max. I did too. And it's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Karaoke Biggie. I am your host, Biggie, and with me again this week is the blackest captain in all of the flying universe, Captain Black, Captain Jason Tosher. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm here. Welcome back, Jason Tosher. Everyone who listens, I'm sorry. It's going to be a really big, really big show. Stay tuned for a really, really big, really big, big show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Liverpool, the Beatles, the fabulous, the fabulous foursome, <laughs> the the lads from Liverpool. Did he, did Ed Sullivan really say that all the time, or did he say it like once or twice, and Ed, America just, just glommed on glommed it? on it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he only ever had one big show. And he said it that one time. Yeah, it was yeah. really big, really big shoe. You, you almost did like the. Were you doing the shaking of the jowls? Yeah, doing it? yeah. Like uh, kind of like Nixon. Nixon, <laughs> yeah. I am not a crook. I am not a crook. I am not a crook. Tricky Dick. <laughs> Old Tricky Dick. Dick. Tricky Dick. They had listening devices and wigs. <laughs> That's from a real interview. Nixon? With Nixon. Yeah, I think it was the Frost. Do you remember the uh, Frost-Nixon interviews? No. Yeah, who who remembers that shit? No, no shit. <laughs> Where the hell did my other song go? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we're, we're ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another episode of the 12 Songs of Christmas. Yeah. We're going to come back at you with three more Christmas hits. Christmas classics, uh, two of which will be sung well, and one of which will be sung by me. Probably all done by Bing Crosby at one time. It's a Crosby-only Christmas. It's a Crosby. All songs sung by his wife, Camille. Camille, get me the eggnog for the man, please. <laughs> please, and not like you. Put the eggnog in glass, drink it up. It don't worry if it's purple and fizzly. <laughs> Just go to sleep, my dear. This is only going to take a minute. <laughs> that was almost like... Kermit the Frog. I was saying that turned into like a Muppet at the end there. Cosby had to have interaction with the Muppets at some point, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, I could see it on the Cosby show, like... He has like a dream, and then the Muppets come in for some reason. It's just a cheap ploy to get those, uh, those, those our favorite little velveteens on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you like the uh, Cosby Show? Sure. Yeah. 
I watched it. I I, I can't remember. Bill think, Cosby is funny. I think Thursday nights it was on. Uh, did you watch the show after it with the guy with the Dwayne Wayne pains? Uh, oh, a different world. Different world, or something like I that. Think was a that different was world. I bet that was only on for like two or three seasons. Uh-huh. And I bet it, I bet it was on like while the Cosby Show was on. I bet it started and ended there. Yeah. And I think that was basically just saying um, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Boner Bonere. Oh yeah. Back in the Bonere back in the day. <laughs> some chicken heart shit. Um, uh-huh. She, I think, went to uh, do that show and left the Cosby Show <laughs> to do a different world. Mm-hmm. It's like her own spinoff, but it, like Kadeem Hardison was yep, in that. Kadeem Hardison. And who, yep. Who's that one girl? She's that light skinned. Uh, she had that oh, southern accent. Oh, the southern accent. Who was that? She was remember. a mega babe too. She. Um, I didn't really. I think maybe I caught a couple episodes, but I don't really remember. I was too young. Right. I was probably like eight or nine when right. I was on TV. I was more interested in watching Webster climb into a dumb waiter and go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Webster. Is that not the dream? Did you watch Silver Spoons? Again, a little before my time. A little time, before your time. But I know it had Alfonso Ribeiro from uh, Fresh Prince. Yep. He was uh, famously a uh, Michael Jackson uh, impersonator, impersonator like when he was a young child. Yep. Well, he had the dance moves to prove yes, it. Yes, he did. But, uh, you know, between Webster... Like being so small that he could climb into an elevator, usually reserved for foodstuffs, mm-hmm. and or, and or Ricky Schroeder having a uh, toy train that he can ride around his house. Yeah, I mean the eighties were ripe with they possibilities were. for oh, kids. Oh God, right? yes. Oh my God. I don't know why I was like, <sighs> I gotta find my USB ports. Oh, they're over here. Yeah, uh, you have them. Every every computer comes standard with them. Not the new MacBooks. Really, the uh, MacBooks don't even have. Uh, how do you transfer uh, stuff? Is I, everything just I, supposed to be in like a Kevin cloud? Br- Kev, when Kevin brings uh, this to the show and to transfer the files, yeah, he has to have a, a, a thing that plugs into the like the lightning port or something on the side of it. So it's basically just one port, and it's to do everything, mainly your power supply. But if you want to do anything else, yeah, it's got to go through that. Yep. Why not just put a couple of the lightning jacks in the side? I don't know why they just don't. I don't know why the new MacBooks don't come with fucking USB ports. Years ago, at this point, years ago, they get rid of the CD-ROM drive, right? Uh-huh. You don't have that. Yeah, this got it. That's how old this fucker is. But no, I'm I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah that one's that's probably one of the last ones to have yeah. it, right? Last of the Mohicans, right here. So everything is just I download and stream from online, and then if I want to transfer information, I have to get like a, a Dropbox and put it there. And give access to my buddy, and yep. he gets it from there. There's yep. no USB ports anymore. No one's transferring little <laughs> nope. hard drives around. I'm so out. Well, of look it. at the world I'm in. I don't. There's no. I don't take your phone to the back anymore and plug it into this box, this transfer box that takes all your shit and moves it from your phone to the other. Yeah. I you, mean, I take your fucking iPhone and set it next to it. Right? I take it and it takes a picture of this little floating cloud on the top yeah. of your iPhone. I've done that. Yeah. And they fucking talk to each other. Via Bluetooth. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How well-versed are you in the iPad? How? Uh, I mean, it's damn near the same thing as the iPhone. I bought an, an iPad mini. Okay, you got a mini now? I, well, kind of. I got I bought it from the state <laughs> sale uh-huh. for 20 bucks. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's a good deal. Uh-huh. That's a really Does good deal. Does it work? Yeah, well, I charged it. It holds a charge real well. Uh-huh. It's locked. Oh, no shit. How do you unlock it? Now, what kind of lock are we talking? Well, it's it's basically saying, hey, enter in the email address and password of the previous owner, Fuck. or enter in the four-digit code, and I tried the four-digit code enough to where it said, we're not going to let you try that anymore. Yeah, you're fucked. Am I, am I fucked? You might have to call Apple. I did. They didn't know. The woman on there was clueless. Oh, she wouldn't, she wouldn't reset it for you? No. 
No. You didn't say, hey, I got this in an estate sale. The I told her exactly what I told probably you. Probably deader than a fucking doornail. I don't know. Sir. Hey, I'm, I'm looking at uh, illegal options you're now. out 20 bucks. I, well, I talked to the estate sale. They said they'd give me my money back, but they also gave me an IT guy's information. Okay. And I'm going to try that route, but if he doesn't respond to me, I can't do it. I, yeah, I, I guess I'll take it back, but I, it was, it was a good, too good to be true situation. Right. 20 bucks for an they iPad? Had no idea. But yeah. That's why they sold it for twenty bucks. So they knew there's no way to get into it. It was dead when I got it. I don't. I don't even think they fucked oh, around with it. I think really? they just saw what it was and put twenty bucks on it. Hmm. Yeah. I don't man, know. Man, oh well. Weird. I don't know how. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. There's no way because you can't even get into it to even get to the settings to fucking. Oh yeah. Of course not. Yeah. You can't do uh, anything. No. Uh. What could you do? I, I just thought somewhere there'd be like a remote thing where it's like, yeah, we'll just wipe it all and you could start like it's new. Well, and I wonder be, oh, if that'd you be could. Great. I wonder if you could. I don't know. I've hooked it up to my iTunes. I've tried extracting stuff, and, and it won't wipe it clean. No, it'll like it'll. I think it'll extract the previous software and then it, it give you the update. But then it still it says, "Okay, you're ready to go. All you gotta do now is put in your email address and your uh, and your password from the person who previously owned it." I'm trying to think of another way. I actually did contact the previous owner. The uh-huh. I contact the estate sale, and they said, "Here's the person's information." So I contact them, and they're like, "Yes, that belonged <laughs> to my husband. He's dead." I'm like, "Oh, oh Jesus Christ!" I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think. There's got to be a way. She didn't. The people, IT people at Apple, didn't suggest uh, doing a uh, putting it in recovery mode. I wouldn't even know how to do that. Okay, so if that's where you hold down the home button and the top button, that's what got me to plug it into iTunes to like refresh. Okay, with all the here, here, here's a question. All right, <clears throat> when you when you before you plugged it in, was there a picture of a MacBook and a plug-in? To go to the computer at the very bottom, it came up directly like a like a little plug-in plug-in yeah. that was going in it, it, yeah. an actual graphic, and that's yeah, that's what I used. It said when you get to that screen, plug that into your computer in the iTunes, and yeah, then you can hit the update there, and don't update it. Well, so there's a restore and an update, and I've yeah. tried them all. I've it, tried them none all. of it worked. It comes back with the lock, huh? Yeah, that's weird. No, it's not weird. You know why it's not weird? Because it wasn't brand new. Yeah, it was. It was used like a brand new iPhone. Yeah. That we do that too. I have no problem with it. As long as nobody's put anything on it. As soon as you put any information on it, it becomes said person's uh uh iPad or yeah. whatever and you're fu- you're 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 going to play a hard time unless there's some there, there has to be some, some backdoor like, little yes. Joe that can figure out how to There's uh, got to be a backdoor Joe that can help me out. Like a backdoorman? Yeah. Like uh whoa. Like my OnlyFans account. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the name of it? Backdoorman? Backdoor Joman. Backdoor Joman. Yeah. I'm your backdoor Joman. And again, it's, um, it's just me eating raw fruits and vegetables with my hands. And some, on occasion, if someone pays me enough, they get this, a video with me doing it with my feet. With beat your feet? That, that, that's the uh, your other one. Mm-hmm. Beat your meat to my feet. Yeah. OnlyFans. Do you, uh, have you ever been on that site? Do you, ever, do you have an account? Uh, my OnlyFans? Like, yeah. Like, do you have an, like where you go and, and watch stuff? No. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, uh, Kevin Clark does. Do you know who he watches on there? I, he showed, he showed me. I don't know much about it. I it seems odd. Am not about to pay anybody to show me their goodies. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you still have, um, you still have like satellite at home, don't you? Yeah, I'm getting rid, getting rid of it. Yeah, but you'll have cable too, or not? I'm getting rid of all of it. What are you gonna have? Because um, all these things are like, there's so much free entertainment out there, and it is. Um, Hey, tight fists as you usually are with money. I can't believe that you uh, have any. Jason, I'm Jason. I am. I am okay. Oh, so I have because I work for 
Verizon. Right. I get a really big discount. Mm-hmm. Really big discount. Really big discount on my... Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Put it this way, the highest... The highest uh, tiered uh, unlimited data plan that they have right. is $55. No, it's not 55 It's $90... But the more you have on the your plan the it it makes it less you mean so, the number of lines yeah so i got four lines on my plan so it was a $50 uh a $55 plan and then that's cut in half because of your discount because of my discount well, um well how does that factor in why you still have cable because i can now with the package that i have with with work i get hulu yeah i get espn plus get disney plus and disney plus all for free, mm-hmm. plus Apple Music, all for free as long as I'm on there. So that's going to cover. And my sister has Netflix, and I have the log into that. You guys do a little dosy do with the info. Dosy do with the info. So I have that Netflix. I have a Fire Stick. I have Amazon Prime. So I have Amazon Prime TV. I have. Uh, I'm going to buy. I don't know if you do this at your house because you don't have cable. No, I don't have cable. Do you have a digital antenna, and does it work? I do, and it works okay. Do you at least get local channels? Yeah. Do you get, do you still, is it still not good enough to get Fox? Yeah, not good enough. You know what? If you want to, if you really want to, buy, buy one that's like 100, 150 bucks. The one that actually has power to it? And put it on your roof. Okay. If, you, okay. if you want to do that, I'm sure you could get some really now, good the, stuff. Now, does the one you have, is it powered, or is it just the one that you plugs in the cable and it, there, it, you it is slap powered. it on the you wall? You do have to plug it in. So and it still doesn't get it's, it's okay. Still doesn't get doesn't get to the town of Bloomington, Bloomington. Right, right. Yeah, okay. th- I don't really get Fox now. I'm gonna spend. I'm looking to spend about twenty eight to forty dollars on Amazon to buy one to stick in the window yeah. to try to pick up. It's totally it, worth it. You get like twelve it, channels, twelve, thirteen channels, and okay. And then between that and like seriously, like pe- Plus, uh, Peacock. Who, yeah, Peacock. Well, that's, that's not free. free. It is. It is free. Okay, so, so it has commercial. Some there's limitations on the free version, but it is free. So I got to download Peacock now, and then Pluto TV. Pluto uh, TV is free. You, you literally have 250 channels of free content. Right. The Hulu part is what I like because the, all the shows that we watch on local channels at night come out what two days later on Hulu. So it's usually like the next day, I think. Yeah. <coughs> so we don't ever think we don't ever watch anything live, anyways. CBS is not on there. They have their own platform. They, yeah, they're CBS, whatever. But anyways, uh, that's what I'm going to do. December 22nd is the last day of our contract. I'm calling them. Get out of it. Getting out. Going to send them back their equipment. And Who uh, needs it? I got my wife convinced. My wife being convinced. Because she, she's been watching a lot of Netflix now. Yeah. She's been watching, watching a lot of series on there, so she likes the Netflix. Um, so everything is so cheap or free when it comes to that. And it should be. Because a lot of these things are showing us commercials. And everything is just, hey, buy this, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything's just throwing it in our face. Hey, pick up the uh, pick up your credit card and buy this. If so. I can find a way to get sports, too, which I do. I use a 720pstream.tv. Um, it gets a really good... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, Green Bay's already up 13 to fucking 3. Oh, my God. Wow. What, what, are, you, uh, what are you watching it on there? Uh, and the... Uh, you can watch any football game on the NFL app without paying a subscription. You just can't cast it to anything. Okay. So I can watch any football game 
I want on here, but I can't cast it. Can't that to your TV? TV, or right? Uh, so, which is yeah. fine. I because I could put the NFL Network on here. But enough about the NFL Network. Enough about TV. Oh no! I NFL am Network, going to please. get to my first song. What is it? Santa Baby, sung by Eartha Kitt. Last oh. year Christmas time, sung by the one and only Maid Marianne. Yeah, she was on the. Sh- she's been on the show a few times, and um, I think one. What, was she telling you one time she had a uh, a sex dream about, about Danzig? Glenn, Glenn Danzig. Danzig. Yep. <laughs> Mother. I think this is what I think. I, I think most women have had sex dreams about Glenn Danzig. Yeah. If I had to guess, I would say that's probably the case. And he and he's. I think he stands proud at like five, yeah, five three. Five five. Only if he's five three. He's he's a. He's a short fella. Very very short. I heard they pull. Out, they get an apple box for him to step on uh, when he when he's in concert. Oh yeah. Yep. You got any information over there about uh, Santa sure. Santa Baby? Sure. It's um, it's a song performed by America singer Eartha Kitt with Henry Renee and his orchestra, and originally released in 1953. It later appeared on Kitt's self-titled and first extended play album in 1954. The song was written by Joan Javits and Philip Springer, who also used the pseudonym Tony Springer, in an attempt to speed up the song's publishing process. I don't know how why that would change the speed there, but um, Springer initially was dissatisfied with Santa Baby and called it one of his weakest works. <laughs> Lyrically, that what I said was funny. Not not what you did. No, uh, I did. What you said. What I said was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, lyrically, the song is a tongue-in-cheek look at um, a Christmas list addressed to Santa Claus by a woman who wants extravagant gifts such as sables, yachts, and decorations from Tiffany's. Now, I know what Tiffany's is, mm-hmm. and I know what a yacht is, uh-huh. but what is a sable? I don't know. I think we asked the same very question last year. A sable is a car. It's a species of Martin, a oh, small omnivorous mammal primarily inhabiting the forest environments of Russia. Really? So of course a woman wants that. would want sables. I can only imagine she wants sables as uh, they want. She wants a sable skinned alive and draped over her <sighs> shoulder. Well, here I am going to step up to the mic and give you the fourth song of our twelve songs of Christmas. Sing it. I'm going to sing "Santa Baby," famously done by Eartha Kitt and Maid Marianne. Give it all you got. Another sinking classic. <clears throat> Whoops. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen to that smooth jazz. Santa baby, just step a stable under the tree for me. Been an awful good girl, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue I wait up for the year dear said to baby hurry down the chimney tonight think of all the fun that I've missed think of all the fellows that I haven't kissed next year I could be just as good if you if you check off my Christmas list Santa baby I want a yacht and really not a lot 
been an angel all year, Santa baby, hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa honey, one little thing I really need the deed. To a platinum mine, Santa baby. So hurry down the chimney tonight. I think that means stuff it in my cunt. <laughs> Santa cutie and filling stockings with the duplex and checks. Sign your ex on the line, Santa cutie, and hurry down the chimney tonight. Or my throat. Come and trim my Christmas tree that looks just like my beam. I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in me. Oh, Santa baby, forgot to mention one little thing. A ring I don't mean on the phone. Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Hurry tonight. That's a metaphor for put some down my throat. What um what does it mean that I'm hard as a rock? I don't know. So before there was um Gerbils and Richard Gere's asshole. You're telling me there were Sables and Eartha Kitt's cunt. Yes. Did you say cunt during that? Song? I did say cunt. <laughs> I said. I sure said hey, cunt. We were both thinking it. You had the guts to say, say it. Say it. Yeah. I. I said it. <laughs> you thought it. Yeah. I said it. I was. I was thinking it real hard. And I was. Just, I was trying to send it over to you, and God damn it, you belted it out. I belted it out. That's what the song was about, though, right? It was. It was a metaphor about bone taking Santa taking me to Pound Town, sticking it. Sorry. What are you watching? NFL again? I'm, I'm gonna put it right here. You're gonna you're gonna watch it during the show? Oh yeah. No, I'm not. Uh, anyways, Santa baby, Eartha Kit. Uh, I remember her from a little movie called Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. With Eddie Murphy. And she was probably what uh, in her eighties. In her eighties, late seventies, early eighties. So trying to, sed- she did seduce uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. He slept with her because he felt like he had to. Yeah, we've all done that. Um, there was a uh, the Ernest movie, Ernest Scared Stupid. I believe Eartha Kitt is in that. Yeah, and Eartha Kitt is also in the Shia LaBeouf movie. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Holes. Holes? Okay. Who's winning? Uh, Green Bay, unfortunately. You son of a bitch. Uh, You invite me over here to do the show, (laughs) and you're watching the fucking game while we're recording. We did it. We do this every year. Do you? Oh, yeah. Every every fucking year around this time. If we had to record on a on a Sunday, you guys got a laptop or a phone open, phone open watching, watching the fucking yeah, yeah. football game. It, it always. Well, speaking of this uh, is a watching shit, a tradition. You did not watch the uh, Tyson fight the other. Yes, day. I did. You did watch. I it. did actually gain game. access to watch it in real time. In real time. Real, and so what happened? It was eight rounds, and it was a draw. It was not a draw. It was not a draw. It was. It was only a draw because of just trying to make it seem bigger than what it was. Uh, Mike Tyson beat 
the fucking doors off out of fucking uh, Roy Jones Jr.'s body the whole fight. If Roy Jones Jr. did not wake up pissing blood today, I'm surprised. Jesus. Uh, well, and I, it wasn't even full speed. I, Mike Tyson was not going full full bore. Did he look good, though? Mike Tyson looks... I, I, I mean, Kevin Biggs a differ, but I think Mike Tyson could easily, if he could get licensed in the state of Nevada or somewhere where it mattered, because they won't license him because of what he did, that's why he doesn't fight. It's not because he's not capable of fighting. He's he's mentally, especially 15 years ago was the last time he fought, and he sat down in a chair and just gave up. Um, if he could keep himself mentally in the game and really was serious about getting back to boxing, he could, I think he could easily pull off a George Foreman-like oh, yeah? comeback. Because George Foreman, let's put it, the George Foreman was in his late 40s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mid to late forties when he came back. This was in the nineties. In right? the nineties to win a heavyweight champion, to become the heavyweight champion again. Yeah. Um, there's no reason why. Uh, well, there's a there's good, no there's a good why, reason why Tyson can't. Physically, he's able, but right, man, not like, mentally. He, he is he is a mentally unstable yeah, person. He has got this giant. If you catch it on YouTube, it's on YouTube now. He has got this giant knot in his back. I don't know really? what it is. It's weird. It's like he's got a giant cyst in the middle of his back. I did not. Okay, I haven't seen any footage from it. I read about it, but it, technically, it came out to be a draw. But you say yes. that he, he murdered Roy Jones. Uh, Roy Jones did not take it seriously. Yeah. You could tell he didn't take it seriously. He was soft. Um, the only thing he could do, literally, it was eight rounds of Roy Jones tying Mike Tyson's hands up, and Mike Tyson punching Roy Jones Jr. in. The ribs was it and, was it entertaining? Could you, would you could you ever imagine spending money on watching that? Yes, I, I would a hundred. I would a hundred and ten percent spend money on that. I just didn't. I knew you know. I, was, I knew there was no way I could. Um, I would have paid the money just to watch. I mean, because the fight they immediately put it on YouTube after it was over. You know that Logan Paul kid, his twin brother, or that John, or whatever, Jake, Jake I, I've Paul. Heard, I, I've heard of him. Yeah, Holy I've heard these guys. Fuck. Nate Robinson's a former basketball professional basketball player and a professional football player too, I think. Um, he beat the hell from him, didn't he? He knocked him dead. Yeah. Like I didn't think he was getting back up. Like it was like uh, Nate Robinson would come at him real fast and get tied up. Well, once uh, Jake Paul was was able to f- figure out the range, um, he fucking put him on his fucking ass. Twice, and then the third time he caught him, he caught him so fucking clean, he put him out for at least two to three minutes. He was completely unconscious. This isn't like a a, a technical... This is like just a novelty fight, right? These are novelty yeah. fights. Well, I think... Would you say his name Jake Paul? Jake Paul, yeah. I think he is actually trying to become a professional fighter. I think he's got a ton of money. Why would he do that? Ruin uh, ruin your health like that? I mean, you're you're beating the shit out of your brain when you do a sport like that. Oh, no, but, he's, got uh, all, he's got all that money. Why would he do it? Nobody looked that good. I watched the opening. I watched a little bit of the opening fight. It was not well, that good. Here's what I don't understand. I didn't get the. I didn't watch the Jake Paul Nate Robinson. Fight. I caught that on YouTube, and then when I finally got the stream to go again um, during the Tyson fight, it was right about I don't know half a minute into the first round. And you're able was, to watch it from there. Huh? It was eight two minute rounds. Okay. Not enough time for anything to really get going between the two of them because that's not enough time to fill your opponent out in a, in a uh, 
in a uh, round. Uh, funniest things to come out of it is Snoop Dogg was commentating, and he just says some outlandish shit. He it said, sounds uh, like a goddamn circus." Is what he said. Like. Uh, what What was he saying? He's like probably something like Izzle. No, he, he was like said it's, a word and it's then like on the watching end. your two uncles fight at the barbecue. Sure, it was fucking hilarious. The um the the card had all you know has everyone listed who's fighting, and then when it said Tyson and Roy Jones, it was um it said like for a championship. Is this like just some bullshit championship? There was they no belt handed to neither one of them. But didn't didn't it say that? Did it say that? Before it did. The fi- okay. I thought it did. It's just these are just yeah. made up bullshit. Made up bullshit. Yeah. Uh, the guy scoring the fight was clearly blind. Clearly blind. Tyson. Knew he beat him. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. knew he beat him. If it means nothing and it's just a nice little payday, then Tyson can walk out of there and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I beat the hell out of that yeah. guy." Tyson wants to do it all. Tyson wants to do it more often. I think Tyson wants to get back in the ring, but I, I think he knows that there's never going to be. It's never going to be on a truly professional level. Yeah. Nobody's nobody's ever going to license him. Yeah. It doesn't matter what state. They just they're not going to give him a license. I wouldn't. Dude's nuts. Dude's clearly nuts. Are you going to do a song? Yeah, sure. What one? I don't know. Jing- jingle bells. Am I, right. am I doing? Jing- I, I promise the next two episodes after this, I'm going to I'm going to study up and I'm going to do modern Christmas classics. So I, I'll be prepared next time. How about that? Yes, you said jingle of the bells. Yeah, I guess so. Do you want me to give some information on that? Yeah, why don't you look up jing- look up jingle bells and uh, I'll get you some sure. jingle bells. Jingle bells is one of the best known and commonly sung American songs in the world. It was written by James Lord Pierpont. Uh, he was uh, he died in 1893. It was published under the title "One Horse Open Sleigh." In the in, so basically saying the the title of the song "Jingle Bells" uh-huh. and then its original title "One Horse Open Sleigh." I think that makes 90 percent of the lyrics of the song right there. Thank God. Um, he did this in the autumn of 1857. It has been claimed that it was originally written to be sung uh, by a Sunday school choir or as a drinking song. Two wildly different things. It also has no original connection to Christmas. It became associated with Christmas music in the holiday season in general decades after it was first performed by blackface minstrel performer Ooh. Johnny Pell Ooh. in Ordway Hall on September 16th, 19, 1857. You know what? This is a call to everyone listening to the program. Let us cancel Johnny Pell. That's our cancel culture. Did he die 100 years ago? Sure, but sure. we can cancel him today. Take down the statues of Johnny Pell. Uh, some, some area choirs adopted it as a part of their repertoire in the 1860s and 1870s, and it was featured in a variety of parlor song and college anthologies in the 1880s. It was first recorded uh, uh, in 1889 on an Edison cylinder. You know what an Edison cylinder is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? 1889. Um, we'll wrap it up here by saying uh, this recording believed to be the first Christmas record is lost, but an 1898 recording also from Edison Records survives. Nice. So there you go. Why don't you uh, step up to the mic and sing a little Jingle Balls? <clears throat> All right. I hope this tells me when to sing, unlike the last one. It should. Thank God. <laughs> Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, 
dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. O'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Ha ha ha! Bells on bobtails ring, making spirits cry. What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight! Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open so sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells. Jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open Gay Public domain Gay Wow, you, uh, I don't know, quadrupled down on the gay there <laughs> You know what I was thinking about? It's funny that you uh, gayed up that song because um, a karaoke Big E classic is when you take a, a well-known song and you give it some homosexual tendency lyrics. Yeah. But I was thinking yeah. this. <clears throat> when you were singing Santa Baby, uh-huh. it sounded kind of gay uh-huh. because you're a man singing a song sung by a woman uh-huh. to, to wanting things from a man. So, uh-huh. so this is my this is my challenge to you, uh-huh. Scott. Uh-huh. Anytime in the future, if, if you don't want to do the uh, the puns and switch around words in the song, uh-huh. to, to make a song gay, all you have to do is sing a love song sung by a lady and, uh, and to a man, and, it's instantly gay, and it's instantly gay. It's an instant gay classic. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem, <laughs> and today we're gonna look back on instant gay classics. Number one, number one. Want another one? Uh, when a man loves another man. This letter comes from Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> Dear Casey Kasem. Dear Casey Kasem, <laughs> my lover and I. Went to Barbuda and Antigua and heard the number ninety, the number 39 music podcast in all of Antigua and Barbuda. Number 39. Number 39, Karaoke Biggie. And uh, they're pretty gay. Casey, we'd like for you to play some gay classics. <laughs> uh, do you watch Netflix? Sure. Yeah. Who? I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, do you watch any of the series on Netflix? Uh, honestly, right now, it's funny that you mention this because please um, don't say it's the guys from Australia. Oh, uh, Auntie Donna. Yeah. I watched. I try. I I watched part of the first episode. I said this is not for me. This is stupid. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I know some of the guys in our group are like, yeah, I like it. I was like, it's just, I don't. No, like it. I don't. I don't care for it. Uh, no, what I'm watching right now, and I know I'm a little behind the eight ball on this, but um, uh, I'm watching The Last Dance. And that's the one. Oh, um, the Michael the, Jordan one. about the Bulls. Doubles. Man alive! You know I'm not a sports guy. I never was a sports right. guy. But um, first of all, if anything is done well, uh-huh. like I would go see Celine Dion sing. Oh, hundred percent. Because not because I really like her songs, but because she's a fucking monster singer. You mm-hmm. know. Um, but if I ever was into. Uh, sports, it was the 90s Bulls. There there was a mm-hmm. two, three-year period yep. where I was watching a lot of basketball. Yep. I, I was caught up in the magic, and I was not brought up to appreciate sports at all. Exactly. And a lot of this 
going back and watching this and seeing some of these old players is like, oh, I remember that guy. I remember that guy. Mm-hmm. And to hear the stories and uh, mm-hmm. from management and the players that were there and other opponents chiming in, you know, the, the, their ordeal with the Pistons. Did, mm-hmm. you ever, did you watch that oh, series? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I walked away. I'm only about four episodes in. Uh-huh. I know there's like 10. Uh-huh. I've walked away so far thinking... I knew he was good, but mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen's the goddamn man. Mm-hmm. Scottie Pippen's the fucking man. Mm-hmm. What he grew up in, mm-hmm. the way people talk about him, the things that people like, positive things that people say about him, the no. way he, he even just talks himself, uh-huh. his composure. I'm yeah. like, Scottie Pippen's the fucking man. Yeah, that's that's my big right. takeaway. So yeah, far. Uh, Michael Jackson is the world's biggest narcissist. Uh, Jordan, maybe. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Michael Jordan is the world's biggest narcissist. Michael Jordan is not a great dude. No. And, no, and the and documentary not. does not paint him that way. Nope. You're not going to get Michael Jordan to say, hey, we're going to do a documentary. It's going to be very uh, comprehensive about the uh, the your time on the Bulls. We're, we're not going to say nice things. Like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah, no problem. No, yeah. he's, he's got all the money in the world. Uh-huh. So they got to kind of kiss his ass yeah. a little bit. He, he's not a good dude. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, no, he's like, it was just like he couldn't. Just like Joel McHale, Michael Jordan has to be number one at everything. So it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, yeah. golf. Uh, a lot of times people say Michael Jordan and Joel McHale in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just crazy. I was just like, you talk shit on Mike and he is going to, Michael Jordan is going to fucking light you up the next night. He's He's just one of those alien human beings that is so... Unbelievably and ultra focused. Michael is there. Mm-hmm. He's not interested in this year going okay and it's a rebuilding year. No, he when he's on the court, he's there to win. Mm-hmm. He wants to win at any cost. Mm-hmm. And and God, oof. he was I, a beast. Uh, we've been watching. My wife watches a bunch of shows on now. I don't really watch them because I'm not home. She caught one. She, I was watching one with her this morning before I went to work called Young and Hungry. Not Gotta familiar. be not familiar. Cute show, Jack A's in it. Uh, is this an old show? No, no, it's new. Jack A is old. Yeah, right? I know. I think it's Jackie. This one of those from she's been. She's a two two seven, right? Yeah, Jack, Jack she, A. Yeah, it's Jack A. Uh, there's a little gay Asian guy on there that used to be on that. You remember that show that Christy Alley, Kirstie Alley did years ago, where she was Victoria's a, Victoria. Uh, remember her little gay assistant with the glasses. I don't. I didn't really watch that show. Uh, Veronica's Closet. Yeah. He's on there. Um, and then Carrie Underwood's Lookalike is on there. Mm-hmm. And a couple other people. Yeah, I've never heard of that show. It's called Young and Hungry. And it's okay. Yeah. The acting's really bad. Uh, but it's funny. It's it serves to, its purpose in the world. Past some of that. Um, like, I, I can't. I haven't. I haven't watched Shit's Creek. Christy says she's caught a couple episodes. Yeah, I know of some it. people who really swear by that show, and I would I would watch it because like I love Chris Elliott. Mm-hmm. He's on there, and Catherine O'Hara is, is always really good. I could go either way on Eugene Levy and some mm-hmm. of the other people, but a few of those people, I would I would definitely give that show a shot. Um, here's a show that I I w- I'm going to guess that you're not super familiar with, mm-hmm. and it was maybe you're too old for it. Yeah. Holy Macca Maroons! That was supposed to be paused. Say by the bell. Oh, say by the bell. Yeah. Oh, I watched not a lot of it. Okay, not a lot. Yeah, because I was like you said, probably a li- little hit, bit hit past me at the exact right. Yeah, time. hit you at the right time. Hit me at the. That's probably I caught it every once in a while. And the only reason why, let's be honest, the only reason why I watched it was because of Lisa Turtle and uh, 
and uh, oh, the one There's who Jesse Spano, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, yeah, just because of Kelly Kapowski and Lisa Turtle. Oh my God, you like Lisa, huh? Oh yeah, I did. I was, I, I mean, there were all the girls on the show were cute, but uh, God, Tiffany Amber Thiesen. God, that's the one, what, Kelly Kapowski. What, what a babe! Oh, God, she's still very hot. She's a very, she's a beautiful woman. Um, no, it was. Uh, so I'm watching uh, the new the uh, the reboot of it. I haven't watched it. Yet. Is it on Netflix? And it's on no, it's on Peacock because oh, Peacock, a- yeah. NBC owned and they aired Say by the Bell. Uh-huh. And so when they launched their their new uh, streaming service called Peacock, they got a lot of their old shows you can watch on. They got some movies, and um, they said we need some original content. So they said let's reboot Say by the Bell, and it's got AC Slater. Yeah. And it's got Jesse. They're on it regulars, mm-hmm. and then some of the other people come in and out. You're, you're never going to see Screech. That guy's a total mm-hmm. fuck up. Everyone yeah, hates Screech. Yeah. But something that was interesting when I was watching it was uh, they were at the Max, which is the restaurant they always hung out at, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there, and they had some new students, and they intro- they're introducing everyone, and the the girl, one of the girls that they introduce, they mention that she's the first transgender something. Oh, okay. And then they don't mention it ever again. Right at Blake's Alley. Right up Blake's alley. So I, I, I think oh, did I hear that right? Because first of all, when when people talk about transgender stuff, they usually they kind of make it a big deal and really shine a spotlight on it. They mentioned it and then didn't mention it again. So I'm thinking, did I hear that right? Hmm. And if I did hear it right, is that person really a transgender person? Because if they're not, I feel like they would get an avalanche of woke shit. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you can't not transgender has to be played by a transgender. Yes. Absolutely. So I look it up, and sure enough, transgender. There's a trans. There's a, a person on the show that was born a fella, and now says I am a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, can, can you tell? It, it looks like a lady. Do look like a lady. This person's only like 19 or 20 years okay. old. But uh, but I thought that was really interesting, and I love that they didn't make a huge deal out of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Why? I, I I don't think transgender people and gay Fuck people it. want a big deal. No. You know? Just treat me normal, and that's what they did. The treat show treated them right. as a regular person, and I, I thought that was really cool that they did it like that. Actually, yeah, actually, but, but that was I, I interesting. Agree. Like if you're gonna watch Say by the Bell, there is a, a, one of the main cast members is a transgender lady, transgender fella. I thought that was interesting. Um. All right. Well. We are going to end the show here with, uh, if you want to look this up, I only want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yes. And uh, uh, the reason why I am doing this one is I told the story. I was getting ready to tell Jason the story. And then I said, you know what? I'm saved for the show. Yeah, I said, don't tell me any. I don't want to have a real conversation with you off mic. Anything you want to tell me needs to be recorded and put out there to Antigua and Barbuda. Barbuda. Uh, Barbuda. Uh, my son, when he was uh, just old enough to form sentences mm-hmm. and speak the English language with his couple teeth missing, sounding like a little girl, uh, <laughs> we one year, um, uh, Dish Network had a karaoke channel on uh, that you could do on demand. That's cool. <clears throat> and um, this song came up on there. And I don't know where my kid had heard it before. It must have been at school or something. A yeah, Christmas program, something. Or something. Yeah. And he, uh, this is when I, this is when I figured out that Dylan like me. I'm not a great singer, um, but this is when I figured out that this song was when me and my wife was like, he can carry a tune, hmm. and it's you know, that's really cool. So this is when I figured out my son could sing even though he could care less about it. He's not like me about it, which is sad, because I wish he would, because he's actually a really good singer. Um, so 
that's why I uh, picked the song because uh, he uh, he perked up when he heard it. Apparently, right? He had heard it somewhere. Yeah, and it made me and it made. I sat back. I think I almost got a tear. I was like, <laughs> I, I told my wife, I was like, are you here? Are you listening to this? Yeah. She goes, yes. And it was it was amazing. Yeah. Well, that's good. I have info on it if you want it. I do. Okay. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas is a Christmas novelty song written by John Rocks who uh, was alive from 1902 to 1957, and performed by Gayla Peavy, 10 years old at the time, in 1953. The song peaked at number 24 on Billboard magazine's uh, pop chart in December of 1953. We can go a lot deeper than that, but I mean, that kind of gives... I, I'm more interested in these these old Christmas songs. I'm right. interested in like the time frame. Right. Like, oh, this in the 50s? Early so 50s? now that you said this was sung by a woman, yeah. is this instantly going to become another gay Christmas classic? If this 10-year-old girl wanting a hippopotamus for Christmas somehow turns into a love song to a man <laughs> and you're going to sing it, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to play by those very specific Very rules. specific <laughs> Well, uh, I'm going to step up to Z's mic since give it all Z's goats. I wish that you would. Hey. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Only a hippopotamus will do Don't want a doll, no dinky tinker toy I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy I want a hippopotamus for Christmas I don't think Santa Claus will mind, do you? We won't have to use a dirty chimney flue Just bring him through the front door That's an easy thing to do I can see me now on a Christmas morning Creeping down the stairs of oh, what joy And what surprise when I open up my eyes To see a hippo hero standing, standing there I want a hippopotamus for Christmas only a hippopotamus will do. No crocodile, no rhinosauruses. I only like hippopotamuses and hippopotamuses like me too. Bitch don't know how to speak English anyways. Mom says a hippo would eat me up, but then teachers say a hippo is a vegetarian. There's a lot of room for him in our two-car garage. I fed him there and washed him there and gave him his massage. I can see me now on Christmas morning. Creeping down the stair Oh what a joy and what to my surprise When I open my eyes to see a hippo hero standing there I want a hippopotamus for Christmas Only a hippopotamus will do No crocodile or a rhinoceros. I only like hippopotamuses and hippopotamuses like me too. There you go. Hey, um, it did sound pretty gay because you're trying to sound like a little girl. I was trying to sound like a little lady. And you're, uh, and also the um, 
I think the the funny thing of this song was like, was she missing teeth or something? Because I feel like she had like some sort of like kind of a speech, speech impediment. impediment yep. Yeah. Anyway, Gayla Peavy sang that song. Great job, by the way. Great and, job. Great job. And uh, Gayla Peavy still alive. Wow, how old? The person who sang that song, the original lady, uh, she's currently seventy-seven. Nice. Uh, Very nice. Very nice. It says, um, you know, sometimes when you look at a celebrity on Wikipedia, it'll uh-huh. show the years that they were active. Uh huh. Fifty-three to sixty-two, so eight nine years, and she's like, "I, I am, am out, done." I wonder what she's doing now. But Just um, what she is doing now? Can we we can all agree though that. When it comes to uh, the phylum and the animal kingdom, mm-hmm. that uh, hippopotamuses are one of the most dangerous animals on the yes, planet. Like yes. even more so than lions. Lions, yes, they kill more. Yes, they yeah. do. I, I yeah, think, well, deer care more. Deer, deer care more. Deer, fuck, kill more humans than. Did you just say deer? Kill? Li- lion, deer, hippopotamus, <laughs> marry, fuck, kill. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. All right, who would you do? Who would you marry? I would marry the hippopotamus. Sure. I would. Kill the deer, yeah, and I would fuck the lion. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, well, the uh, deer because what they're just running out of woods and people yes, hit them. And, fuck them, kill them. Yeah, and they'll kill you. Apparently, uh-huh. if they're saying yeah. they're the most dangerous. Yes. Danger. Yeah. I think like animal wise, it's mosquito. Yeah, like the, yep. they kill far and away more than yes. anyone else. But like hippopotamus, when it comes to like like animals, like yeah, yeah they'll, they'll fuck yeah, man, they're danger. I would. I, I'm just saying. I wouldn't want one for Christmas. I do not want one for Christmas. Le- leave me off the hippopotamus list. You know how, how much money it would cost to feed one? I think you just gotta. You have to own a lake. But then how much shit they produce? Oh yeah. Oh god, fuck that They're shit. They're huge. How, how, their turds got to be like basketball. Got to be. We're gonna end the show on turds. <sighs> kind of right where we started. I wish shit, Jason. Yeah. Thank you for joining me again. For, Thanks for having for me. Our f- uh, what do we do? Our six yeah. songs so far down of yeah. the 12 songs of Christmas. And I am coming the next two episodes. I will be here not only with Silver Bells on, uh-huh. but I will be mastering a few uh, contemporary Christmas classics. Absolutely. And I'm going to study up and do the same thing. Um, make sure... I'm going to I'm gonna turn on our funky, yeah, funky, turn that on. funky While you're song. doing that, I'll say listen to Couch yeah, Pilots ahead. and the Ernest P. Worrell Preservation Society couple other projects that I've been working on for years and years. A lot of fun. A lot of good stuff. Scott's been on both of those programs. Yes. And we hope to see him again soon. Uh, check out us on Spotify, on uh, Apple Music. I don't know where the hell you find this shit on uh, iTunes. Is it on iTunes? Where is it? I listen, you to, I listen to your show on iTunes. Apple this Pod- show. Apple Podcast. Yeah. Uh, check us out on uh, anywhere you can find those said podcast players. Um, checks out on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter's still a thing. Not as big as I used to be on that, but still, I'm, we're there. I, I still make sure the show gets posted so people can see it out there. And uh, like I said, thank you, Jason. We'll be back next week for another for the last for another three songs Hell of yeah. Christmas of the twelve songs of Christmas. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shout. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Listening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas